Well, one thing I wanted to touch on is I was watching X-Files this week. Files. Now, are you starting from season one, or are you... No. Okay, here's here's what I, what I can't... We can lead into something else, you know, our spinoff. But no, what I want to do is probably... You're, you're not going to think this is a wise thing to do, but... I never think anything you do is a wise thing. Exactly. With, with, uh, with the X-Files in particular, the way they're set up, how they have the mythology episodes, and then they have the monster episodes. Yeah. What I wanted to do is just take out all of the mythology episodes and watch them in order. So I'll watch all the boring ones that suck and skip all the good ones. That actually makes X-Files a good show to watch. <laughs> you like the monster movie ones better than the... Oh, but the monster ones are the entertaining ones. The mythology See, ones are then, fucking boring. then that's exactly... That's sort of par for the way we do this show. Like how, when I do conspiracy theory and you do cryptid corner. You're doing the monsters, I'm it's, doing it's the It's not a question of that. It's that, it's that I could it's foresee... Just, it's just what you're interested in no, and what I'm interested in. I could foresee a good conspiracy show... They just don't do it right. It's it's all over the place, convoluted. It's way too convoluted for its own good. It's well now. Keep my, I did not see the last two seasons. I don't think I saw season six or season seven. I know I did not see the one with. I know uh, it ends Robert with Mayan apocalypse. So you know. Oh shit! Well then, I didn't even know that. I don't even know how it ends. No, I think they lost track of it whenever. Uh, like at the beginning, the first couple seasons when they were, obviously they were going with the cabal, you know, was there. Yeah. But when they, when they actually had the, the, the aliens be real, because they were, they were sort of playing all around the different, different ways of thinking of this. They were, okay, you're being, that the aliens are being used to cover up other things, that there is a, a colonization process going on. Well, they established that aliens were real as early as, like, season two, because isn't that when the alien assassin or the, the bounty hunter was introduced? I think. Uh, Brian Thompson? The, yeah, the I, think, I think that was two. Yeah. But then, then afterwards, it seems they seem to kind of still bounce around. On, you know, when, uh, I don't know what season, I think I'm in season three now, where they were, where he's finding his sister, because it still goes on. When he found, like, the clones of his yeah. sister? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then. The, be- the beehive and, and then they go, they're going to, I just watched the one where they're going into, into the paperclip scientists. Yeah. So, you know, they, they're bouncing around. Well, the, th- the thing that I find troubling about it is, it's just like the quantum leap. Uh, when they're using real characters. For instance, I watched the first one I watched was I, I had seen it long ago, but the musings of a cigarette man. Yeah. It's the cigarette smoking man's sort of from his point of view episode. Well, his backstory. Yeah. Okay. Which, which there's a couple things I found interesting in it. One, well, it, that's supposedly one of the lone gunmen find the, out that uh, he was part of the assassination of Kennedy. He was actually the shooter. And they have him, they have Oswald is in it, the character of Oswald's in it, and he's being set up for a patsy. But there's two things that that they do in that episode, actually three things that they do in that episode that I find very interesting. One, the, uh, well, uh, four things. The first time, first time you see... The five things. It's, it... Maybe it's a sixth thing. (laughs) It opens, it opens with the cigarette smoking man is, is undoing a gun and, and you, you hear, you hear uh, Mulder talking to the, the, to the three characters that are called the lone gun, uh, the The lone lone gunman. They're his conspiracy buddies. And one of them, he's, uh, the, the cigarette smoking man's listening in. And so then he's telling him he found stuff out about him, and you, you see it in flashbacks. So the first time you see him as a young man, he's in an army barracks, and he's reading the Manchurian Candidate. What, what's really odd is the, the guy that's next to him is not Oswald. 
the the army guy but it looks like the picture he has is a picture of of this woman looks like marina and and her child it's really strange but anyway he's called into this you know uh, meeting with these nefarious guy army guys and and looks like you know they're probably cia or whatever and they're told he's he's asked we find out his father was a communist and they tell him that they respect his father but you know he needed to be killed for what he did and so then they bring up that they're going to assassinate kennedy and that they already have a patsy in place and one of the men also in the cabal says uh, we're going to it would be blamed on ufos that's already that's putting that sort of bent in there that they're using the ufos to cover up you see him meeting oswald you see him shooting from you see oswald in the texas school book depository and getting the coke and realizing that he's you know being set up for as a patsy you see the cigarette smoking man shooting from the storm drain the shooting from the storm drain is not part of popular theory that comes from uh john roselli John Roselli was a mobster. Bonanno claims. Huh? John Bonanno, right? Yeah, the Bonanno, the mobster, claims that John Roselli in prison told him that he shot Kennedy from the storm drain. And there was supposed to be a car waiting for him. And he walked out of the storm drain and had to walk far away because the he had to walk back to where he was going because the car wasn't there. They're kind of throwing all kind of different theory, which which well, means they did some research. Well, that's what X-Files always did, though. They always... Okay. But then, then, then they have Oswald uh, leaving his apartment, you know, going back to his apartment, grabbing his gun. They have him shooting Tippett in the, you know, the actual shooting of Tippett. There were multiple men seen at that, you know, scene running from that scene, and you know, they didn't look anything like Oswald. They show him going into the Texas theater, and where a lot of researchers believe he was going in there to meet his handler. But it is known. There's a few things that are known. And that's what he actually said. They have him saying, you know, what he said is, he said, I'm not resisting arrest. They have him stand up and say something else. Well, they say, he says, I'm not resisting, I think he says, I'm not resisting arrest. But he, he, the way he phrases it is, is totally different than, and it's the same, and, oh, and then also at the end of that episode, and then they had him also killing Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. And they, they have a reference to the Tom Hanks uh, box of chocolates. At the end of it, he's sitting on a on a bench, and a bum comes up, with gets a box of chocolates out of the trash, and he says, "Life is like a box of chocolates," and you know. So I just found that really interesting that you got Tom Hanks now making this movie, coming history thing? movie, and now it's just how how I look at at TV shows like that, like Quantum Leap, when Quantum Leap did the Oswald two parter episode, and of course that was the complete opposite end where it was. Everybody was assuming it was a conspiracy, and then Al has this big speech at the end. Clearly, it's not a conspiracy. Clearly, you were just one lone crazy man, and that was the distraction that it was all a conspiracy. And, like, basically lays out well, but, daggers in mom's heart. <laughs> no, the interesting thing about that is there's a prolonged, in the first part of that, there's a two-part episode. In the first part of that, there's a lot of detail about Oswald in Japan. A, not a lot has gone into Oswald in Japan. It, you know, who he, who he talked to there, who he, you know. Uh, so, and and if actually, if you go into a lot of Oswald's childhood, and if you go into a lot of his military service, 
you see the discrepancies there. You see, for instance, if you read the book Oswald's Tale by uh, Norman Mailer, who uh, later on I want to get a lot into Mailer because, like, he stabbed his wife. Um, there's just all kinds of weird shit about these people that have written these books and, and you know, basically created and continued the myth around all of the things that we believe Well, I mean, be ultimately true. the problem with the Lee Harvey Oswald episode of Quantum Leap isn't about that. It's about the fact that that show had made a pledge not to go into historical characters like that. And that was sort of the season. Oh, really? I did not know that they had made a pledge. Yeah. Well, that last season they do Elvis, they do Marilyn, they do... That's the problem. They do Dr. Ruth. They do a vampire. They, the, up until that point, they had made a point not to do... They might have done... But did they there, actually... You said pledge. Did they actually was, say we're not going to yeah, do Yeah, it was like, well, you know, when Smallville came out and they went, no capes, no flying, you know. Okay. That was their pledge, you know, because they didn't want to have it be cl- that close to Superman at the... You know, this, that was theirs. They didn't want to go so close. To, they wanted to be personal stories, you know, that they could make up, essentially. And then the fifth season, they just kind of went, fuck it, let's just do whatever the fuck we want. Because you know? they would influence stuff. Like, there was one episode where he went into the ba- back in time, and he met a baby version of Michael Jackson, taught him the moonwalk. And, you know, other, like, little shit like that, which was always kind of cute and fun. But that was when they really started going into overdrive with that. I think, I'm trying to think if that was the same season, they, he went back to the Civil War in violation of the rules of quantum leaping. Or if that was the season before. But no, that's that's why that one sucked. And that's coming from a fan of Quantum Leap who wrote a pilot for a sequel series called Quantum Leap Squared or Quantum Leap 2. But you know, like, there's a second power. Well, the thing that I find partic- thing. particularly interesting about both shows... Do you not want to hear about my, my sequel series to Quantum Leap? Are you distracting me off of that? Go on. Go on to your... Well, cause the, okay, because here's the cool thing, right? Because in that show, you had Ziggy, right? And it was a computer... That was so complicated that it could predict the will of God because that was what he was calculating. He was. Uh, no, wait a minute. I thought the end episode that guy was supposed to be God. Yeah, that guy was supposed to be God. I'm talking about the computer that he's always talking to. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, there's a 75 percent chance that you're here to that what God wants you to do today is save this guy's life. So you have a computer that can calculate the will of God. So in my sequel series, in the far future, they're building computers that can calculate the will of God and they're like going to war over them like prophecies and, and religious wars over these you know the merging of science and religion you know where these machines are becoming our gods because they can predict like there are modern day prophets okay and that was the setup for the series and it, that, how awesome would that have been come on I'm trying to take it away from Kennedy 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 man 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 how awesome is that awesome don't just fucking dismiss it what do you think of that? What do you think of that as an idea? As an idea, I, as a twist on Quantum Leap. I wouldn't watch it because it's too much of, of you know too much of the artificial intelligence bent. To me, that's boring. Uh, for instance, Space Odyssey, boring to me. Boring. What are you talking about it's like a, a murder thriller in a fucking sci-fi setting. Boring. I just don't understand your tastes. I... It's just boring. I don't know. It just it just bores me. Anything like like that. So what about Terminator, like Skynet? See, that even too. When they got to the Skynet part, I'm like... What, is it, oh, what do you have against doing? artificial intelligence? It's just... I don't know. It's just... Because we all... It's, to me, it wasn't scary at that point. It was, it was exhilarating to watch, but it wasn't scary. Because... I don't, I don't know. It's just like, you know, Our the, yeah, the machines are going to take over. Right. Because that's it's, the singularity. That's going to happen in real life. I don't see it. 
I don't see it happening. Because no matter what computer you have, the computer's only as good as the person behind it. No, it's not. For, yes. The computer is better than us now. It's already better than the stupid people, and there's a time when we will build a computer that will be able to think faster than a human being, in which case it will be able to build more computers that can think faster than human beings, and then we're fucked. And that's not a thing of, of, that might happen in a sci-fi universe. That's, it's called the singularity. Look it up. It's a real fucking thing that's going to happen. So we're going to be living in Terminator. Yes. Well, without the time travel, because that's a separate thing. That may happen. I don't think that will happen, though. But we will be living in the fucking Skynet world where computers don't need humans anymore. Well, the interesting thing to me... Oh! And Mom just kicked the dog. I didn't kick him. I just moved my foot. His legs bother him. They're so teeny. He's poorly designed as an animal. Oh, do you have anything else, or can I get to my cryptid of the week? Well, no, I just was going to go into how what's interesting to me about both Quantum Leap and X-Files was always how, you know, like they used real sort of serial killers or, you know, crime type things in the background of stories. For instance, Quantum Leap did this episode very early on about this where he, one of the first ones where he went into as a woman. Yeah. And uh, he was his mother of this boy and he kept seeing this boy be disappearing supposedly and this guy's following him in a van and that was very reminiscent of like otis and um henry lee lucas Mm -hmm. at the time and i i don't even think that we knew about henry lee lucas at that time well i don't know about that but uh, but uh, to me that's just like like when you watch law and order special victims unit and every year they'll have a couple episodes that are you know ripped from the headlines like this last season they did um you know the the joe paterno case you know, they, that's just what they do, you know. And I'm sure they'll do the Jody Arias case. They will probably well, do Well, Lifetime year, yeah. is already making them. And that, that was the point I wanted to make with all of these shows. Like, you know, when you have an actual person who said actual things, I think creative license is all well and good. But you have a responsibility to be true to what these people said. In other words, the Jody Arias movie that they're making, um, Dirty Little Secret, they're calling it, the Jody Arias story. Jody keeps t- putting words in Travis's mouth, and she shouldn't be allowed to do that anymore. Okay? A jury of her peers stated, we don't fucking believe you. Okay? That's what the guilty okay, verdict Okay, but what said. the jury thinks doesn't dictate what the movie must be. Okay. Their only job is to make an entertaining movie. That's their only obligation. Why does Jody's right to free speech trump Travis's rights? Okay, no, it already it trumped his right to sleep. Well, what, only in the sense instance, that Travis is dead and therefore cannot speak. Okay, there is there is a there's a group on Facebook. There's a a, um, a woman that started this whole thing. Okay, on. we've ar- literally already argued about this on the podcast before. We're just going to be repeating ourselves. No, I want to know. I want an opinion of this. There is a there's a group on Facebook that that uh, basically fights again. They're trying to get advertisers to go off of Facebook, like big companies like Dove Beauty and different things. Uh, to stop advertising on Facebook because they promote sites or allow sites to exist that promote rape. Okay. Okay. Uh, for instance, I did not know about these sites, but there's like, uh, and I can't find them on Facebook. They're actual web pages. I guess maybe they used to be on Facebook and they've taken them off since then. But that's fine. I mean, they it's were. A, it's a boycott. It's commensurate with the free market. They were fine. pretty. Fa- I mean, they they were pretty vile. I mean, they had like little girls. Being, you know, obviously raped and molested. They had beaten children, you know, pictures I, of... I can't imagine Facebook would... These were, yeah, I don't you know. I, 
I've got the some of the names of them, but and and the and Facebook's response to them, they approached Facebook first and said, you know, take these off. They're offensive, and you know they're abusive. To, they they promote violence towards women. I mean, they're talking about beating women. They're talking about raping women. They're talking about you know one was called in fact how I mean, to it's a good idea to rape women dot com. <laughs> How to rape? How to rape a pregnant woman? And uh, how to rape a pregnant woman and tell your friends you had a threesome? You know, I mean, just and and just just violent things that were obviously promoting violence towards women. Now, granted, did they have a free speech? You know, the right to free speech to do that, yes. But where is their right to free speech? Why should it trump my right to safety? It doesn't. But how, where does? Their free speech infringe upon your right to safety. If, for instance, you, if their if their page promotes some guy to do that or no, encourages some their guy page to do that, cannot per, cannot compel. How can it not? It cannot compel another person to do anything because you, he, the person that you're going to say is compelled to rape a person based on reading that Facebook page, they have a mind. Yeah, but you okay? So they you, aren't robots. You, you don't. But you Facebook don't. Facebook has programmed me to rape. So, so, okay, d- criminal prof- profiling. You know, the FBI does criminal profiling. Do you yeah. think that's all bunk? Actually, yes, it is. Profiling is a pseudoscience. It is not real. So, do you not believe Ted Bundy when he did those interviews and he said, you know, I started reading these crime magazines and watching vi- violent porn and it had an effect on No, me. I believe he's coming up with bullshit excuses. For I mean, yes, maybe... Over a lifetime, sure. Would he was he maybe for some reason, whatever unknown to us, predisposed to do these things? Okay, sure, maybe. I mean, I would guess more likely he was abused. That's just an easy fucking answer. Well, no, because that's more like the thing that can actually compel you—not compel you, but shape you at an early age into the kind of person that would do something like that. That's not to excuse it or to justify it, but that's more likely and makes more sense than what I saw a Facebook thing I was no in no way inclined to rape but then I saw a Facebook page and now I'm a rapist that's not what I'm saying what do you think what do you think shaped Jodi Arias into the person who did what she did I have no idea it could be as simple as being never taught not to be callous never taught empathy or never her the her natural inclination towards empathy that every human being has was not fostered or it was detracted or you know just it's just like what compels a person to not be intellectually curious because they were never shown like here read this book go to the land of oz or the fucking or out of space in this novel grow up to be a person who can actually think for yourself it's just you know there's there are fundamental there are moments there are formative moments in your life and if they go the wrong way you end up fucked up okay before you go into your cryptid thing let's talk about how we're going to Vamp or change? Or well, no, but what do you? Th- are you acting? Do you agree? Do you not agree? I mean, I never agree with you. Per but se. then, what are you saying? Are you saying that I could literally no, find a website I, that would turn me into a rapist? I think that um, no, say that because that's what you have to argue. Not turn you into a rapist, but ha- have you, may- maybe be a catalyst for something. Maybe if no, you... in order for you to say that that Facebook page is ever responsible for rape, here here's what I believe. You have to say that me, that I. Can be there. There is a possibility. There is a website that could compel me to be a rapist. Here's here's how I believe it could happen. Okay, you can have you can be predisposed to say do something like that. I can be predisposed. I'm just a person, and I'm walking, and I have these images in my head that I don't understand. Violent images, you know, of hurting people. 
I don't know what wh why they're there. I don't know what's causing them. I just know they're there. They're flashes. They're not there all the time. They're just flashes. Okay. okay. So I can either choose, you know, I can seek things out that, fo you know, foster those and make them grow. Or I could seek other things. Okay, okay that's a choice. Flashes like that, like what you're talking about, it sounds like you have a mental illness. It's not a question of your choice. Okay, it's a it of could you be, need to be you know, it could be a schizophrenia. It could be whatever I have. Okay, but what I'm saying is there could be other influences that 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 would become a catalyst to my acting out on that. Whereas that if I had never seen that, okay, but you know, in other words, if I if I go to a Facebook page in a, in a social media situation and I feel like Oh wait, I'm not alone. I have peers. It's okay. I'm not I'm not wrong for thinking this way. I'm not wrong for wanting to kill or hurt. I have peers that are telling me it's okay. It's okay for me to to have these desires. It's okay to kill and hurt. It's all right. I don't think that's the case. I think if you're at that point, then it can be anything. It can be fucking reading Catcher in the Rye. It's just it sometimes people's minds are fucking broken. You know, and then that's the thing. It, what you have to, what you have to say is that there is some direct causal link between the stimulus, the Facebook page, and a person who was not otherwise inclined would 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 commit that crime. So you don't think that there's any correlation between the way that women are treated and the things that men read? Well, I think on a larger scale, there is a question of you can create a culture. That is either more or less. What do you, what do you want to say? Uh, you know, inclusive of women, and and you know, there is such a thing as a rape culture. I would I would actually disagree that we live in one. A lot of feminists will say we live in a rape culture, but you know, but not on the the scale that you're talking about, where I could just read a thing and oh, it makes so much sense now. I'm going to rape, go rape someone. I can tell a definite difference between like the men that I meet that watch different types of porn. I can tell if they watch certain types of porn. There, there is, there, there is a, a level of, of porn that is very violent and aggressive towards yeah, women. but maybe they watch that porn because they were that kind of person, not they became that kind of person because they watched that kind of porn. I'm not saying that they came, I'm, I'm saying they, they were that kind of person and they probably sought that out. So it's not the porn's fault. But what I'm saying is, it it it's, it may not it didn't make the issue, but it exasperates the issue. I don't even think it exasperates the issue. I think anybody who is capable of something as heinous or as heinous, heinous. as rape or murder or rape and murder, there's nothing that's gonna like. You can't say like, well, in the absence of this one thing, they wouldn't have done it. No, they may maybe have just done it later in a different kind of way. Like, oh no, but he raped someone exactly like it happened in this TV show. Other, than, But if that TV show had been, it would have been next week. He raped somebody in the way pattern of this TV show. Or he found something completely innocuous and used that to base his rape on. What He's I just a fucking rapist. What, what, I, what I don't think, I don't agree with you in that every case is, is like that. I think that there can be cases where television or movies or games or stimuli... Have an effect on someone. I do. I, I well, no, believe well, no, that. The whole point, the whole I don't think that you can say there's never ever a case that that can happen. I don't think you can say that. Not in any way where the the maker of said stimuli is culpable. No, I'm not saying that they're culpable because that's the thing. You can be inspired by anything to do anything. 
You know, what what inspires me when I watch a show or read a book may be completely different than what inspires someone else. You know, I read... I know, I, I was just reading a, a book of poetry by Shel Silverstein, and it inspired me to create a roster of superheroes for a comic book where all the characters were inspired by poems and art by Shel Silverstein. Somebody else who reads that might just be inspired to change their life for the better and, and learn about the, and appreciate the simple things. And then the third person might read that and go, oh, I've got to rape somebody. Because that's just fucking in their brain. That translates to rape. And it's not because Shel Silverstein had a fucking secret message in there. This poem is about rape. And nobody else comes up with the comic book idea because that's just how my brain works. I want to make a comic book about Shel Silverstein poems. All right, but do, you, do you think that... the Okay, being male, being born male, and walking and living your life as a male, yeah. you have things that you don't have to think about, and you don't have to worry about, and you don't have to, you don't have to caution yourself, you know. Whereas a female is different. Okay, you can go to a club or a bar and and not have the same, have to have the same instincts that I do. Okay, that, okay. But that's, I know I agree. But now that's I've always said no. I've had this argument with people where they've you know where it's a bit. You know, this is a dangerous world for everybody, yeah. I think, on some level. Yeah. And that's what Jodi Arias' case, to me, shows. Because it shows, because, you know, people are saying, if the, they're saying, if she was a guy, if she was a guy and had killed a woman like that, if Travis had killed her, they wouldn't have had all this, okay? Yeah. Or if she looked like Rosie O'Donnell, she wouldn't. we wouldn't be discussing this. All true. You know, right now. I mean, I don't know if that was if the, if that's. But I don't know what that has to do with what we're talking about. Well, what I'm saying is is um, you know I I mean on some level this shows that you know we are all you know sort of in the same sort of camp. We're all we're all sort of in danger. Well, yeah, but again, I don't know what that has to do with whether or not media depictions of violence and rape can influence people to commit violence and rape. That seems like a completely separate point from what we're talking about. And I wonder if that was deliberately the case because you actually agree with me. You don't believe you knew the point that you were making. I wasn't really making any point. Yes, you fucking were. You were saying that there are websites out there that have some level of responsibility for influencing people to commit heinous No, acts. I was saying that there is a group on... There was a woman that started a group to try to get advertisers to address this to, you know, remove some of these pages off of Facebook that they found yeah. very, very... And to me, I don't understand why some of them were even on Facebook because they were they were showing small children. Well, black I and imagine blue and Facebook probably doesn't monitor everything so closely that they would have taken them down immediately or not let them on there. No, but here, here's... there was an, They wrote an open letter to Facebook and uh, to the advertisers on Facebook and because they, they stated, they said... These pages exist on Facebook. They're allowed to exist. And yet you've removed pages that have pictures of women breastfeeding and pictures of women nude or whatever, art pictures of women nude and women empowered. But you'll allow these pages that show violence against women, express, you know, explicit violence against women to stay. And that was their issue. They were being removed. You know, there were... Okay, but what did Facebook say? Facebook said that it, the, those pages do not violate their terms. Okay, well, I'd be curious to see what their terms of service are, but if that's the case, then that's just it. I mean, that's... So that's when they went to the advertisers and said, you know, this Facebook, don't advertise on this pa these pages because this is what Facebook 
allows and promotes. They just wanted to start a sort of a grassroots thing. Okay. And that's all perfectly valid, but what I'm saying is you easily acted like you agreed with that No, point. my point is my question it wasn't a point it wasn't a my oh, question shit. to you my question to you is simply this. Why does the right to free speech why does that right which you you hold so dear to yeah. you free speech why does that trump anybody else's right okay, to safety? Okay, but my point was the point that I actually fucking made was that I don't agree with your premise. I don't agree that their right to free speech ever infringed upon your right to safety. I don't believe that any speech can never have any effect like what you're talking about. Because ultimately, the responsibility lies with the person who commits the action. You cannot... Unless you're talking about actual mind control, like fucking injecting, you know, ruhypnol or fucking sodium pentothal into somebody and, or making them do something okay. that they wouldn't otherwise do. Well, that right to free speech that you have, where did that originally come from? Do you mean legally or morally? Legally, both. Well, legally, yeah, I haven't... Be- because it's the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. And where did that First Amendment start? In the Bill of Rights of the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And who wrote those? Uh, well, Thomas Jefferson and a bunch of people, and then they all signed it. Mm-hmm. And when they signed that into law, yeah. okay, and that became a right, did black men have that right? Well, no, they were slaves. Yeah. Did women have that right? No. Okay. But that's why... So it was... it's all well and dandy for you to stand up for that right, because you always had it as a white male. Okay, but by the if time you were I a white it, male back then, you would have had that right. But I wasn't right. a white male back then. I was a white male in the time when black men and women did have that right, because I was born into an age when it was. The, con- the brilliance of the Constitution isn't that it was right. The okay. brilliance of the Constitution was that it reflected the idea that we were wrong and we can change and we can be better. It was we have a we we are building a more perfect union, not a perfect one. It you were was, born no no because that's what a Constitution is. It's these are amendments. You were born 25 years yeah. after, you know, when I was born in the 60s, they didn't have the, these, all these rights, okay? They couldn't, uh, black people could not sit at the same counters. They couldn't ed- be educated with us. They couldn't, you know, they did not have those rights. It's it's a very small amount of time okay. but, that but, we but have the, had But what is rights. your point? Because the, the whole point of the Constitution is that it is important. My, my point is you're, you stand up so much for that right to free speech, but the world the whole world has not always had it. Okay, but that's... White men that's have a, had the right to free speech. That's irrelevant. Women have not. But I'm not, I'm not saying women shouldn't or that only white men should. So what you're doing is you're, you're standing up. So not only did I not have... I believe it's a human right. As I a female, it's a, just a legal right. As a female, I did not have the right to free speech. Okay? I do now, Yes. But back then, I did not when have did the right to free speech. When did you not have the right to free speech, speech when you were back then? I'm, me, in my lifetime, yes, I have. Exactly. Okay? But I'm saying, as, as, as I'm talking about the legacy of our human culture. Okay, but why do you have that free speech now? Is it because we abolished the Constitution and found something else that was better? No! We, just, we did it because the system that we exist within, the best one we've ever come up with as a fucking species made it so that like no we we can admit that no we were wrong here and we're going to change we're going to get we're going to be better we we're going to acknowledge our mistakes and go move forward just like you know 20 years from now we'll have actual single payer universal health care because the arc of history shows that we must you know we will have you know that you 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 look at these asshole conservatives who just want to bring us back to the fucking stone age they always lose it may seem in the moment like they always win, but they never win. All right, if somebody's free speech is that they want to they 
start a religion and they want to start a they want to start a religion they want it on they, they don't want to be taxed because yeah. it's their religion it's okay their well faith them wanting not to be taxed and them actually being not taxed are two different things i think they should they have the right to want to not to be no taxed. no, no. They, they're they're a religion they've just they've said we're a religion well, i don't agree any religion should be tax exempt that's not I, a free speech issue i don't agree either but they are but that's okay. not a function of free how speech. we how we have now we have separation of church and state basically you can make yes. up any religion and that's a violation of that I don't care. It's done. Okay? Our, our, the, the setup that we have right now allows this to happen. Okay. So, I want to set up a, my own religion. And I want to teach in that religion that everyone named Ben should should be killed. Okay? That's my free speech. My well, right now, to free presumably, speech. Presumably, the government wouldn't be sanctioning your religion saying, yes, we, we were going to establish this as the state of religion and the law of the land, right? Presumably, it would still be a crime in this country to kill me because my name is Ben. What? Or for any reason, actually. You say everybody has free speech of any kind. Yeah. What if somebody starts a Facebook saying, page that says everyone named Ben should be killed? Then I will start a Facebook say, page saying, hey, I'm Ben, and this is bullshit. <laughs> because that's the thing. Until somebody tries to kill me, that like that's a crime. Somebody tries to kill me, he doesn't have the right to do that. He has the right to say. I mean, yeah, he doesn't have the right to plot my death. He doesn't have the right to say... Because there's, there's a reason why that's a crime, conspiracy to commit murder. But to just want me dead? I want a lot of people dead. I don't believe I have the right to kill them. But there are a lot of people where I can just conceive of the fact so, that the, so, light, that world, the world would be better if they were dead. Okay, let's call but, this a horrible hypothetical. Somebody starts a Facebook page that says, you know, and everybody named Ben should be killed. And then they proceed to detail out horrible ways in which they'd like to see that happen. They want you tortured first. Well, there's and a then... line where, like, if they were to, like, print my address and say, like, here's the best ways in which to kill Ben Bailey, there's a line where it goes from free speech to a plot to commit murder, which is a crime and with good reason. So as long as it doesn't ever cross that line, which, of course, admittedly is a very, you know, subjective line, then, no, how can I have a problem with that? I mean, I would heartily disagree with them. <laughs> but... But no, but that's like, I can conceive, there are a lot of people who live in the world, and I think like, if they were dead, our world would be a lot better. Our lives would be demonstrably better. I can't, I don't have the right to kill them, and I would never would, because I don't believe in that. I don't believe in murder. But I still acknowledge that fact that those people are a cancer upon our polity and are, are ruining this country on purpose because they're, they're sociopathic. The thing that doesn't make me a sociopath, even though I can express that, is because I know it's wrong. But I have the free speech to say it. I'm not going to say, fuck, let's kill these people because I, I don't actually want them dead. But I can acknowledge, you know, the world would be a better place if they were dead. Okay, you want to go into your cryptid? You don't even care, do you? Not at this point. My Valerian kicked in about an hour ago. Okay, well, my crypt of the week was the Popelik Monster. Popelik Monster from uh, uh, Lawrence... Can no, no, um, St. Louis, uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Does he have anything to do with the actual Pope? No, Popelik is a creek that uh, he supposedly lives over. He lives in the train stations around that area, and he's a goat man. He's okay, half man. well, what I'd like you to start doing... That's why I thought it'd be cool to expand this into its own little hour... But um, like for like Loveland, for instance, uh, you talked about them last time, and you you don't really go into uh, you know a lot about who they are. Because I just talk about the cool shit. Yeah, but you talk about what they are and all. But but the thing of it is, and then I read up, you know, as as I read up on the Loveland, you know, I found out more facts about it. 
you know, what was actually seen, what the people supposedly Keep in mind, facts are saw. relative to the fact that these things don't actually exist. Okay, you claim, keep saying that, okay? That's... Oh, I, heaven forfend, I keep saying that frogmen don't exist. You are entitled to that opinion, that well, frogmen don't facts. exist. But here's the reality, too. Someone claimed they saw something. Yeah, people claim they see Elvis alive all the time. Okay, then, you know, why why fucking bother? If you think because all of this is cool. just why, you know, why imagination. Fucking why fucking bother watching Star Wars and Star Trek? Spaceships aren't fucking real. The Force isn't a thing. This Federation of Planets, that's not... That's just fantasy. Why even bother? What the fuck? Do you not understand the concept of imagination? Yes, imagination, but this, you're, you're talking about things that people, you know... Okay, for instance, when you talk about alien abductions, no, do I necessarily think that that's happening? No, but something's happening. Okay, but... Something is happening because peop, real, very real people but re- they have no reason... They're not wanting attention. They're not wanting money. They're modern myth. Very real people in ancient Greece saw centaurs and fucking the gods. They saw shit. They Well, they didn't. They actually misinterpreted shit they saw and came up with this bullshit that we now look at as just really interesting stories and myths. And some of it was parables that got mixed into the, the shit they really thought they saw. But some of it they actually fucking thought they saw. They actually believed that shit. Well, no, you you constantly, you, you know, you you discount the shrouded woman that I saw. Yeah. Now, I was awake. I constantly, all growing up, I kept dream journals. Journals. I was not dreaming. I was wide awake when I saw this, whatever okay, it was. Okay, you saw what you thought was a supernatural entity. But considering... What, what is the definition of supernatural? It's something that you can't explain. Supernatural is something that doesn't exist. Because if it was natural, they would just call it natural. Okay, so fine. Whatever I saw something. I saw something. I saw something that was not in my normal yeah, everyday life. Maybe to see. you saw a trick of the light. Maybe you saw no. any number of no, mundane no, no. things. No, it wasn't a trick of the light because the person the, the entity, whatever it was, stayed for, you know Okay. And, but, and there were repeated visits. But again, it wasn't you're talking like about an time. experience you had so many fucking years ago. You built it up in your no, brain. No, I remember it. I've always remembered it. Okay, but it's like I've always, for years, I always remembered the 70s version of Invasion of the Body Snatchers to be the scariest fucking movie in the world. Because when I saw it, it was. But then I went back and watched it. It's still a good movie, but it's not scary at all. It's not, I mean, it's it's just not. Because oh, the ending with, with uh, Sutherland is I didn't even scary. see the ending when I was a kid, remember? Yeah. I was too scared to watch the ending. Dad had to tell me that, oh no, the, the military came in at the end and saved the day. Because otherwise I couldn't go to sleep because I was having nightmares because it was so fucking frightening. I don't remember that. But then I watched it and it wasn't fucking scary. I mean, I watched it years later. You know, years later. I don't remember you not watching something and being so scared to go to sleep. That was that. I see it. Because I remember you as a very young boy watching Videodrome. Yeah. Well, Videodrome was just awesome. Yeah, George was more the coward. He was more the... The sissy who would fucking well, hide he, under the bed. Why, George did not like anything with faces being pulled off. Uh, the Last Starfighter, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Uh, Pee Wee um, Herman. Well, no, Pee Wee Herman was the eyes, the eyes popping out. out uh, big, he didn't like puppetoons. He didn't like puppetoons, and he did not like anything with faces melting or being pulled off. We went to see Nightmare Before Christmas, and he was like, no, I don't want to see that. 
uh, what about Beverly Hillbillies? <laughs> <laughs> so we saw Nightmare Before Christmas, and he and Dad saw the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh. <laughs> or was that Jurassic Park? It was one of those. It was either Nightmare Before Christmas or Jurassic Park, but he wouldn't see one of them. I think, yeah, I think I took him to see hmm. Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, was it you? Yeah. Did I see that with Dad then? Oh, well, I definitely remember that was the only time we ever saw different movies on the same day. All right. Well, you want to uh, talk about how uh, how we're going to spin this off? Well, I didn't get a chance to talk about the public monster. Oh, okay. Finish. Goat Man monster. with an axe who kills people. And the reason it's interesting... It's half goat, half man, half and he goat, kills people man, with an axe. Kills people with an axe on this train, stretch of train. That And the reason it's interesting is because it's actively killing people. Because people don't understand that that train isn't abandoned. Because as part of the legend, the train is abandoned and the public monster lives there. It's his home. But no, they still use it every day. So idiots looking for the public monster still go there and then get clipped by trains and die. <laughs> so wait, they're, they're killed by trains? Yes. Because <laughs> they think they believe the legend where it's this old abandoned train yard. No, it's just a fucking train track. So, how are they killed by the train? Why don't they just get off the fucking track? It's like a, like a, it's above a creek and it's like, they'll be like in the rafters and shit, looking for the public monster. Like geocachers are fucking like digging themselves into shit. And then, you know, by the time the train starts coming, they either get stuck or, you know, they just can't get away from it. And So, what is the supposed origin of these different things? Like, wh where, where was he first seen? What's the first talk of him well i mean there's different ideas like there's different ideas as to what he is some people think he was a carnival freak that escaped a circus and has just been living in there other people believe that he's the reincarnated form of this farmer that would sacrifice goats to the devil and then he came back as a goat man but i mean it's been around since like the 1800s this this particular legend so i was gonna say the, is, uh, the goats associated with some sort of satanic thing yes right or possibly just crazy circus folk. Well, what do you think as far as these different cryptids and their locations? Do you think there's something? Um... Well, I'm pretty sure the CIA wanted to cover up a, uh, a political assassination at the Kentucky train yard and then they uh, created this public monster. There's there's quite a, a, a bit of you know shenanigans going on everywhere in every state. Um, Ohio is very spooky. Or is CIA spooky? It's Kentucky, not Ohio. Kentucky, Virginia, Ohio, very spooky. Extremely spooky. Um, that's where, you know, Virginia is where all the Mothman stuff happens. There's, yeah. I totally... Well, it happens being a relative to... Anything that I, anything that, like this that I see, this cryptid type stuff, this folklore, I, I always look at that the same with, with UFOs. They're going on because that's what they want you to look at. They want you to... That's interesting, you know. It's captivating to you. It captivates you. You're interested in it based on, you know, it's imaginative. It's cool to talk about. It's cool to read up on. Well, they know that. They know that keep the masses occupied. Dumb it down, okay? That's what they're doing on a grand scale. All of this is dumbed down to reach them. Because here, here's the bottom line that they they understand one we can be controlled by our base instincts we can be controlled by our fear we can be controlled by our our own uh boredom levels our own low low attention spans. low attention spans yes also the majority of the common folk you know i consider us common folk the more the regular people okay we're not the massively wealthy we're just regular people 
we live everyday lives where we have to we have to sustain our life we have to buy our food we have to buy our lodging we have to you know have a certain amount of a wage just to sustain that so that means a job we all have to have some sort of basic job okay we have shit to do is your point exactly so by the time we are done with with just the daily business of our lives every day where we have to get up and go and be a cog in the wheel. Keep in mind, you're not actually talking time. about yourself at this point. <laughs> I'm the one who's the cog in the wheel who gets up okay. every day and goes to work. But whatever, let's just keep going. Kiss my ass. Well, you're like you're going like the common man of which I am a part of, <laughs> getting going to work every day. You full of shit, fucking. <laughs> I worked every day and raised you and fed you. So you know, I've taken a few years off. All right. Oh, just these if last I take the rest, 15 years? What the fuck? No, I have not taken the last 15 years. I've lived with you since 2009. I worked two years. Plus, I've I've given quite a bit of my income to this house. We're not, talking about, we're not talking about income and contribution. We're talking about the day-to-day slog of, I gotta go to work every day, and monitoring a pool doesn't count, because that's actually a good job. I would love that job. It just doesn't pay enough. I don't care. I, I took that money and invested it into this house. I'm not debating that. I'm debating your, I'm salt to the earth just like you mentality that you're trying to pull off here. No, what I've always done, and I taught you and your brother how to do it, and your father did too, live within the means we have. You know, don't we don't have grand wants, so... But most people, you know, I'm not talking about the people, the you know, the wealthy people that have to maintain a certain lifestyle. I'm talking about just regular Joes. Okay. I'm talking about, you know, my dad. Got, you know, had, of course, my dad, he, I wouldn't call them lower class. I'd call them probably middle class, you know. Okay, but, but what's your point? Dad. They're tired from their lives. So they know that they can be controlled on multiple levels. They can be controlled by just basically when they come home, they got to eat. They got to, you know, get ready for the next day of the same drudgery. And so they can sit down in front of their television and be fed that entertainment. And that'll keep them busy. The ones that need a little bit more, okay, let's give them this. Let's give them the, you know, the folk tales. That's the, you know, whatever. We have been studied for a long, long time. They know what to feed us to keep us busy, to keep us dumbed down. See, my counter to that is we know what we like and we demand it. If no one was feeding us, we would, it's, it's, we seek out, we, we, it is a buffet of shit to make us stupid because we want to be stupid because being smart is hard because managing a society fairly without the fucking, you know, obsidian order fucking background people that are, you know, fucking up everything and then controlling everything with their tentacles. That's hard work, and we don't want to do it. We don't. We, it's not that we couldn't do it. We don't want to do it because we're fucking lazy. You're lazy. I'm lazy. We don't want to make the hard decisions. You want to be able to say, I think this person deserves to die by the hands of the state. But you don't want to actually pull that trigger. You don't want to push that button. You don't want to make that hard choice. You want to leave that to somebody else. You don't want to, you know, you want to say, well, drones are bad, but you don't want to be in a seat of power that has to decide how to fucking manage a country in a, a future where, you know, what we want and what is possible and what is legal don't always line up comfortably and sometimes 
fucked up people that will kill a lot of Americans need to die and need to die now. You don't want to be in that seat. You just want to be here, laying on a couch, eating fucking, you know, cornball things, whatever the fuck those are, and criticizing the people who do. That's, we do it to ourselves. We numb ourselves because the world sucks. Even our world, which is comparative to everybody else, the best fucking thing you could be. I don't live in, you know, a country that has no infrastructure, or a country where all I would do is get be born, starve, and die, like so many other countries in this world. I live in the greatest country in the world, and it still sucks. And, and all you can do sometimes is turn it off. And that's pe what people want to do. At the end of the day, you want to pretend you're better than that. That's why you're, you know, always talking about all the, you know, the, sh the how you you're, how you care about people all around the world and care about all this, you know, shit like the the fucking Angelina Jolie's of the world. No, you're just fucking full of shit. I don't care about anybody but myself. But that's because that's all I can do. Then why are you doing a podcast? Because I think it's fun. And it, it fills up some hours of my day. Okay. So, um, I think a thing, interesting thing to be added would be just interesting things we see through the week. See, but again, you go, you just move on. You don't respond. You don't go like, well, what, here's I what I think. I respond if I have something to say. I don't have anything to see, say. See, but if you don't have that. anything to say to that, I think either I've bested you, which I'm fairly certain you're never going to come into that. You've bested me. Or... I give in. Or you don't I give in to your grand point. Or you don't care. In which case, why did you bring it up in the fucking first place? No, I just know from years of discussing the same things with you what your point's going to be. <laughs> well, we're talking about another podcast. They haven't been with us for years talking about... i got to go let the dog out. Vamp. Um... Okay, well, I was, we're going to um, eventually branch off into other spin-offs of this or whatever. I'm uh, going to have a longer conspiracy corner where I can start getting deeper into it. Um, I want to have what like either like a maze moment where I talk about the work of Mae Russell and really go into all the people that she talked about. Um, we're going to have a television one well, then, Yeah, then because she gets her spinoff, I want to spin off the thing that's fun for me, which is making mom watch shit that she doesn't want to watch and then talking about it on a podcast. We're thinking of calling it Intercourse the Penguin, which is a reference to a famous Monty Python sketch about two annoyingly voiced people arguing about what's on the TV. That's where that comes from. <laughs> and I wanted it to be something like that or something like... Because I always see... every Anytime he suggests a anything for me to watch i think of the scene in a clockwork orange where malcolm mcdowell is sitting with his eyes toothpicked open and having to watch all the violent scenes because that's pretty much what i think i will feel like having to watch things that he suggests well you we know we're watching sharktopus right after this so yeah or manborg or manborg and sharktopus fighting each other i don't know okay first off don't act like manborg versus sharktopus wouldn't be the most awesome thing ever <laughs> But and, and, but I another thing I'd like to start doing is just showing just interesting things because since I've got the Roku, I have discovered so many different things that I never would have found, and I, it's just fascinating me. There's this channel Vimeo and Vimeo and Via Via Way or whatever, but it's it's sort of like YouTube type things, but where Blip and some other, Blink and some other channels are are the YouTube like um, the old America's Funniest Videos yeah. or whatever, countless people faking those things now you know like people getting hit in the balls with 
things endlessly. And cats, my God. There's like so many things of cats doing weird things. But there's some really interesting things that these cats are doing. Okay, no. I'm going to say it right now. This isn't going to be the, hey, check out this funny cat video podcast. No, no. If it is, I'm done. I fucking quit. (laughs) If if we get one, if it happens once, that's my last fucking episode. If it's like, check out this video on you. No, no. It's not happening. No, but I do want to recommend this one one video I saw. Be uh, careful, this might be my last podcast. <laughs> it's not a cat. It's um, it's this. Uh, well, they, there's this one sh- uh, show. I think it's Vimeo. Or has all these different short like videos that people make. And there was this one one guy that uh, you know the the record that they put into space. You know, during Carter's administration, they put the record into space yeah. with all of the things. And it's called "My Face Is in Space." And it's about this this kid. I guess that his he he was one of the actual pictures that was on that. Thing. Yeah. And he talks about you know how he wanted to be like an ambassador to space. It's just a cute little thing. Did you see the thing of the guy singing Space Oddity? And that's what that's the other thing I was yeah. going to bring up because that was on there too. Um, this guy actually does. He's an astronaut and he actually sings a space. Yes. David Bowie's Everyone space in the World saw it because I did not. I had just seen it. Where was it? It was on YouTube. It was on everything. Oh, I had not said that. I just see it, saw it two days ago, and I was like so impressed with him, and I just loved it. And I was going to recommend that people watch it. But, but now everybody everybody's, has. Se- everybody's seen it but me. <laughs> yeah, I recommend you see this movie called Citizen Kane. I, I think it's pretty good. Uh, oh, but anyway. I recommend you don't sleep on that pillow that he just humped. <laughs> yeah, I think I got that. Um, anyway, I think that's our show. Uh, so thank you for listening once again to another episode of Stop or My Mama podcast. And I didn't get I didn't get to bring up uh, I didn't get to bring up Corin Nemec. We'll do that next time. Because you're a big fan of dragon wasps and sand sharks and mosquito. Well, no, uh, I, I want to <laughs> understand. I want to figure out what the hell happened with Corin Nemec. And he became awesome. Why he's in all these serial killer movies he's now? He's not in those anymore. Now he's in. Sand sharks and dragon walks. Well, and I, I'd yeah. like I'd like to start. Uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about Dave Dave McGowan's work. Wrote Program to Kill, and he's done the Laurel Canyon series, and he's written a new book. Well, then we will talk about that next time. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.